You're listening to the IPL Rep Show on the Top Order Podcast. everyone and welcome to another episode of the Top Order Podcast. A very special episode for you today as part of our IPL wrap show. For the 53 days of the Indian Premier League 2020, we'll wrap up the key elements of each game and also take a look at fantasy cricket as well. All the action on and off the field coming up on this episode of the IPL wrap show on the Top Order Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Top Order Podcast, a very special episode, as I mentioned in that intro for you today. As we kick off our IPL rap show, we'll be coming to you periodically throughout the Indian Premier League 2020 tournament with a wrap-up of each day's play and a wrap-up of fantasy cricket as well. But let's get stuck into eight great days of IPL action coming your way on this episode of the IPL Rap Show as we take on the first eight days of the IPL tournament. Stay tuned. Well, game one of IPL 2020 kicked off Saturday night with the Mumbai Indians taking on the Chennai Super Kings in a replay of last year's final. Chennai winning the toss and electing to field, restricting Mumbai to 162 for 9. Quinton de Kock, 33 at the top of the order off just 20 balls, so an excellent start for him. And Surav Tawari, 42 off just 31 balls, the highlights for the Mumbai side. Unfortunately for them, their captain and talisman Rohit Sharma really failed to fire, caught by Curran off the bowling of Chola for just 12. And really, none of the guys in that Mumbai side got going and that was one of the criticisms leveled at them by Rohit after the match was that lots of them got starts, but none of them went on to post a really big score. The bowling for the Chennai Super Kings, well, it was really Lungi Lundingidi, 3 for 38 off his four overs that did most of the damage, but also Ravi Jadeja, 2 for 42 as well, and Chola keeping it tight, just 21 runs off his four overs. Sam Curran also doing a reasonable job with the ball, just 28 runs off his four overs and chipping in with a wicket. But the story really uh, in that Mumbai Indians innings was the catching of Faf Duplessis. Three catches for him on the boundary, two of them at long off, and one of them an excellent effort. Uh, juggled the ball, stepped over the boundary, threw it up, and then stepped back in as casually as you like to complete the catch. So Faf Duplessis, excellent in the field for CSK helping restrict Mumbai to 162. And in reply, it was really the Faf Duplessis show for the first part of the game. Bolt and Pattinson struck early, trapping Murali Vijay and Shane Watson LBW for low scores to give them a chance at two for six after two overs. But then Rayudu and Faf Duplessis took over with a 115-run partnership, getting them within sight of victory for... Surprisingly, Ravi Jadeja and Sam Curran to take them home. MS Dhoni promoting both Ravi Jadeja and Sam Curran up the order in front of himself to try and hit a couple of sixes. Uh, Dhoni described in an interview after the game wanting to get a couple of maximums away to make it easier in the chase. At that point, they needed 40 runs off just 24 balls, CSK, but were able to bring that home with four balls to spare. Dhoni remained not, not out off just two deliveries. Faf Duplessis, 58, not out off 44 balls. Uh, but Rayudu really was the star for Chennai, 71 off just 48 deliveries with six fours 
and three sixes. An unhappy day for the Mumbai bowling attack. No one claiming more than one wicket. Trent Bolt, 3.2 overs, one for 23, was pretty economical, as was Australian James Pattinson, brought in to replace Lasith Malinga, who wasn't able to be at the IPL tournament for personal reasons. So he had one for 27 off his four overs, pretty economical stuff. But the bowlers that we expected to do very well for Mumbai, Bumrah, Pandya and Chahar all were a little bit more expensive going at nine plus and over. Jesperit will probably be disappointed going for one for 43 off his four overs. So really for CSK, a breakthrough win as they break a long streak of losses to Mumbai that will surely stand them in, in good stead uh, and in a good mental space later in the tournament. But but Mumbai lose their eighth straight IPL opener. Probably no need for panic stations for them just yet, as they always appear slow out of the gate and typically peak at the right time of the tournament. But for me, it was Dhoni's decision to promote Jadeja and Curran that was the real gamble that paid off for CSK in the chase. As far as fantasy highlights are concerned, well, look no further than Faf Duplessis. He was huge with 100 points thanks to his 50 runs and three catches, proving just how important it is to have players who can field uh, and who take catches in your fantasy team. But for me, disappointment. Rohit just 12 off 10 balls, so I had him as the captain in my side, picking up precious few points as that captain. But the value pick of the day for me was Surav Tiwari. I didn't expect him to play for Mumbai. I expected Isan Kishan to play at that tricky number four spot. But Surav Tiwari picked up 51 fantasy points at a cost of just 5.5 credits on Dream 11. So that makes him an excellent buy if he continues to feature for Mumbai. Uh, he got the nod ahead of Isan Ishan Kishan, as I said in this one, and he could be a real bargain pickup if he continues to play for the Mumbai Indians. Game two of IPL 2020, Delhi Capitals taking on the Kings 11 Punjab. And it was really a tale of Stoinis versus Chris Jordan at the end of both innings that made the difference in this one. Stoinis was the man with the bat in the final over of the Delhi innings, taking 25 off the death bowler Chris Jordan, renowned death bowler Chris Jordan, to push Delhi to a respectable 157 for eight. Able support from Shreyas Iyer, who got 39, and Rishabh Pant, who got 31. But it was a case of early wickets again in the power play, putting Delhi on the back foot. Chris Jordan, as we mentioned, bowling that last over in the Delhi innings. But he was expensive going for 56 off his four overs, most unusual. But it was the experience of Mohammad Shami, who took three for 15 off his four overs, that really put Kings 11 in the box seat. And in reply, the Kings 11 openers got off to a fine start before skipper KL Rahul's departure for 21 in the fourth over triggered a major collapse for Kings 11 and swung the game back in the favour of the Delhi Capitals. So not only did KL Rahul depart, but then Karun Nair departed for one, Nicholas Puran for naught, and the dangerous Glenn Maxwell for just one left the Kings 11 Punjab dangling by a thread at 35 for four in the seventh over. Agarwal was the man, though, who held the innings together for Kings 11. And going into the last over, Agarwal on strike, and that man Stoinis to bowl. And after just three balls, it was all but certain Agarwal would steer them home. They needed 13 to win, and Agarwal had taken 12 off those first three balls to tie the scores with three balls remaining. And there the drama starts, really, with a dot ball. Uh, and then Agarwal holding out in deep at deep cover to leave Chris Jordan facing the final ball with one run needed to win. 
Chris Jordan in the previous over was unfortunately adjudged to have been one short in one of his runs, which meant that Kings 11 still needed one run to win. Controversy because it looked as though on replay that Chris Jordan had grounded his bat over the line, which meant that Kings 11 should have really won the match. But on that final ball, Chris Jordan holed out to Rabada at deep square leg to tie the scores and lead us into the first super over of the tournament in 2020. And what an unusual super over it was. First, KL Rahul was caught, and then Kagiso Rabada cemented himself as the hero for the Delhi Capitals in the power play, bowling Nicholas Perun to leave Delhi only three to get off their super over to complete a dramatic win for Ricky Ponting's men. All controversy aside, really, the match will be a bittersweet victory for Delhi with their star bowler Ravi Ashwin bowling just the one over, having picked up a shoulder injury and being forced to leave the field. So let's hope that's not too serious and he can make a quick recovery. Turning our attention to fantasy cricket now, well, the two star performers for the night were clearly Marcus Stoinis and Mayank Agarwal. Kudos to you if you as a fantasy owner picked either of these guys up as they really performed incredibly well, 126 and 124 points respectively at a cost of only eight and a half credits. So that's over or just near enough as makes no difference to 15 points per credit. So well done to fantasy owners that had those guys in their side. Also, Muhammad Shami, Ashwin and Sheldon Cottrell were also strong performers in this matchup. But you'll be feeling a bit deflated if you had Glenn Maxwell or Nicholas Puran as your captain or vice captain. Both of these guys failing to get past five points for their fantasy owners. So a bit of a downer if you had thrown all your biscuits behind either of those two guys in this one. The value performance of the night definitely goes to both Stoinis and Argawal. That value that they've put up, 15 points per credit, is just fantastic. And you won't see much better than that from a big-name star throughout the IPL for a little while. Moving along to day three now of the IPL, and it was really a case of another day, another batting collapse, as the Sunrisers Hyderabad botched their chance to chase down RCB's total of 163 for five. Sunrisers Hyderabad finishing all out 153 in the last over. Having lost David Warner to an unlucky dismissal and Sean Marsh to injury, Johnny Bairstow had really the Sunrisers Hyderabad cruising at 121 for two, chasing that 163 for five. And then Jahal stepped in, or rather Sunrisers Hyderabad stepped out. Bairstow dismissed and Shankar in successive deliveries left the Sunrisers Hyderabad floundering as they went on to lose 32 for 8 incredibly and lost the game by a matter of 10 runs. Manish Pandey was also guilty of a rather rash dismissal, again trying to lift Chahal over long off and really that that's the story of this game for the Sunrisers Hyderabad well within their reach but unfortunately for them not able to capitalize on the good position they put themselves in or rather Johnny Bairstow put themselves in and that collapse really is the talking point for me Devdut Pandekal is the man who stands out here his IPL debut today he made 56 which means his debuts in all three formats of the game he's passed 50 and now after 63 domestic T20 matches, he averages an incredible 63 and a strike rate of 170. So it looks like India have found another one from day three of the IPL. As far as fantasy cricket is concerned, well, it's YJB for me. He's the hero of the night with 99 points. Yuzvendra Chahal also 83 points for his three for 18. 
are your two top order podcast fantasy heroes of the night. As far as zeros are concerned, well, it's the Australian accounting firm of Marsh, Warner and Philippe that all had quiet nights, failing to really trouble the scorers, although it must be said that Marsh's injury only allowed him to face uh, to bowl four balls, rather, and he batted at number 10. So you have to put an asterisk next to that one for Mitchell Marsh. His injury looks pretty severe, and he could be out for the rest of the tournament for the Sunrisers Hyderabad, which will be a devastating blow to their chances of going deep into the tournament. Honourable mentions for my vice-captain and captain of my fantasy side tonight, both Virat and Rashid Khan having quiet games, but expect them to be pretty active in the tournament later on. As I said, Devdut Pandakal, 76 points at a cost of just 6.5 credits, which gives him 11.69 value points per credit you spend on him, is my value pick of the night. Like I said, now it has 50s in all three of his formats on debut and a debut IPL 50 as well. So keep an eye out for him as the tournament progresses. But nothing really else to speak of in terms of the value for fantasy in this one. Well, day four of the IPL was a real boil over as the Rajasthan Royals beat the highly fancied Chennai Super Kings here. As batting records fell all over the place, Sanju Sampson, the unlikely hero with the bat, 74 off only 32 deliveries with nine sixes among the 33 sixes that were hit in this innings in Sharjah. Steve Smith also contributing for the Rajasthan Royals with 69 and Sam Curran taking an economical 33 runs, considering that 216 runs were scored in that Rajasthan innings, setting up a very, very big chase for CSK to try and chase down. For the CSK side, well, they never really looked like they were in the contest, despite another great innings from AB de Villiers, 72 off just 37 deliveries with seven sixes in this one. Sam Curran's brother Tom not fearing so well with the ball. He conceded 56 off his four overs for Rajasthan. But really, CSK never really got close in this chase. And it was MS Dhoni that was criticised in the aftermath for not going harder in the chase. He batted at seven and finished with 29 off just 17 balls. But it was all little too late for CSK, finishing 200 for six and going down by 16 runs. So the decision to promote Sam Curran and Guyquad on debut didn't pay off in this game for MS Dhoni, and he's borne a bit of criticism for this one. It did work on day one against Mumbai, but the gamble didn't pay off in their second game of the series going down to Rajasthan. They play again in a couple of days' time, three games in the first week of the tournament for the Chennai Super Kings. So we'll see what changes they make to their batting lineup for their third game of the tournament. As far as fantasy cricket's concerned, well, we've learned that when games are played in Sharjah, it's best to pick your batsman. A smaller ground really helped some of those big hitters clear the ropes quite easily. And the lesson for the future in the tournament is to make sure that you pay attention not just to the schedule, but also to the venue. I'm predicting some big, big totals being posted in Sharjah and many, many fantasy points on offer for the batsman, but it could be a fantasy graveyard for the bowlers. The hero of the night, well, it was Sanju Sampson. He was huge, 145 points for his 74, plus four stumpings as well. I'm not sure many would have him rostered on that fantasy lineup, but as captain, it was a great call to have him in your side if you did. The zero of the night, well, I have Ravi Jadeja having another quiet night with just two fantasy points after a solid 62 points in his first match. 
Been a bit of a quiet one for Ravi Jadeja in this one, but with the amount of runs scored, not really surprising that he didn't excel in the fantasy stakes. The value play of the night, well, it was Sanju Sampson and also Tawatia for me providing excellent value for the night. 88 points for Tawatia for just six and a half credits. I don't expect him to take three for 37 and a couple of catches often, but he was providing excellent value for his owners in this one. Picking up day five of the IPL, Mumbai looking to break their losing streak in the UAE coming up against the Kolkata Knight Riders. Of course, Mumbai in their first up loss to CSK looking to bounce back from that KKR in their debut match for the 2020 season. And it ended up in a big victory for the Mumbai Indians and Rohit in fine form with 80 at the top of the order. 47 ably supported by Yadav made their 195, just too tall an order for even the talented KKR batting lineup. Look, it was a quiet game for just about all of the KKR batters. Nothing really to write home about in their 146 for nine. Although Pat Cummins, 33 off 12 deliveries with four sixes, out to avenge his very expensive 49 off just three overs with the ball. Not much to report on this one, really. It was a pretty comprehensive victory for the Mumbai Indians, and that puts them on one and one for the tournament so far. KKR, of course, their first game of the tournament. They slipped to 0-1, and one, but I'd look for them to bounce back against the Sunrisers Hyderabad in three days' time. In terms of fantasy cricket, well, it was Rohit, the man with 107 points in this encounter. He still costs you 12.5 credits, though, as he... Virat Kohli, Dave Warner and Andre Russell are the most expensive players to own in the IPL Fantasy Tournament. The zero player of the night, well, it's most of the KKR team really, not many of them failing to trouble the fantasy scorers too much. Plenty of solid contributions, but nothing exciting for them. Cronel Pandia also disappointing for me. I've been expecting him to contribute a little bit more than he has in this tournament. We talked about him in the IPL preview as being one of the key players for the Mumbai Indians. In this one, not really troubling the fantasy scorers too much. But I do have a value pick of the night for you. Shavim Marvi scored 72 fantasy points tonight at a cost of just seven credits. So he's the value player of the night right there, returning just over 10 fantasy points per credit you spend on him. I'm not sure how much value he'll provide for owners moving forward, uh, but if you are struggling to find a bowler and you need to pick someone up, then shove him. Marvi might be your go. Turning our attention now to day six of the IPL. Well, it was an old-fashioned schoolyard beatdown as the Kings 11 Punjab ate the Royal Challengers Bangalore's lunch. 206 for three plays, 109 all out. It really was an old-fashioned pantsing for RCB at the hands of Kings Eleven. It was a real disappointing outing for Royal Challengers. Many of us had them as pre-tournament favourites. For me here, it was Kale Rahul, the man, though. 132 not out of just 69 deliveries. Just a magnificent innings, and he really set up victory for Kings Eleven. 206 for three, a magnificent score, and really, RCB just weren't in the contest. For the Royal Challengers, batting, though, really the less said, the better. Particle, having got a plug on the Top Order podcast in this week in cricket, went for one. Josh Philippe, my man from Australia, got to go up the order. He got naught. Virat Kohli got one. 
and that's the sad story all round, really. For their bowlers, Dale Stain went for 57 of his four overs, so this is one to forget for the Royal Challengers, Bangalore. In terms of fantasy cricket, well, it's KL Rahul, the hero of the night, 180 points. A perfect treble in darts and a perfect innings from KL Rahul as far as fantasy is concerned. 180 points, clearly the highest fantasy score of the season so far. I know that my special someone had her captain as KL Rahul for the evening and picked up 360 points as a result. So well done to you. Uh, But KL Rahul, definitely the hero of the night as far as fantasy cricket is concerned. Hard to pick a zero of the night, but Virat Kohli with only five points and Dale Stain with minus one point will be ones that owners will be trying to forget for RCB. Some critics have added Jimmy Neesham to their list of players who had a quiet night, but given that he didn't get a bat, having a go at him for not contributing fantasy points is for mine a little unfair. So uh, a push for Jimmy Neesham. Let's hope he gets more of a go in his second game. As far as value is concerned, though, the value performance of the night is definitely Ravi Ravi Bishnoi. He had 95 points thanks to his 3 for 37, as well as two catches in a great night out for him. He averages 63 points per contest now in fantasy cricket at a cost of only 6.5 credits. So make sure when you're looking for fantasy options or fantasy bowlers for Kings Eleven Punjab, Ravi Bishnoi is on your radar Quiet night for most of the other bowlers, though, for the Royal Challengers, Bangalore. Umesh Yadav, expensive. Dale Stain, as we mentioned, expensive. Uh, Chahal had a reasonably quiet night, one for 25 off his four overs, but nothing really to write home about as far as RCB are concerned. They'll be looking to put this game behind them for sure when they next take on the Sunrisers Hyderabad. So that will be a battle of two teams that are currently 0-1, looking to take their first win of IPL 2020. Right, let's take a look at day seven of the IPL as the Delhi Capitals backed up from their first up win against the CSK, who having beaten the last year's Premier's Mumbai, slumped to a defeat midweek and are looking to bounce back. But it was really the Delhi Capitals that stole the show. Take a bow for their batting lineup. Solid contributions all round saw them to 175 for three. Prithvi Shaw and Rishabh Punt, two guys we previewed in our IPL preview, contributing solidly. And doesn't this team look like a formidable batting lineup with those two performing well at the top of the order? Game one hero Marcus Stoinis was almost unneeded with the bat in this one. As I said, they accumulated 173 for five. CSK, again, their bowlers failed to keep a team under 170 in this tournament. Their best outing was against Mumbai when they made 162. But Ravi Jadeja, for me, was the one talking point we want to cover in this one. He was, again, expensive, 44 off his four overs. Back-to-back quiet performances with the rock for Ravi Jadeja. But Faf Duplessis flying the flag again for CSK with 43 with the bat. The rest of that batting lineup failing really to rate a mention. They limped to 131 for seven in reply to Delhi Capitals 175 for three. And in summation, really, Delhi Capitals starting to look like a really good side in this tournament. Plenty to like in their top five, plenty to like in their bowlers, and they're looking a much stronger candidate for that top four position 
than the CSK team, who now slumped to 1-2 and two in the tournament and are mired in the bottom four. Looking now at fantasy cricket for day seven of the IPL, Kagiso Rabada hugely impressive again tonight with 87 points. As long as he's not playing in Sharjah, you can lock him into your fantasy lineup for the rest of the tournament. A really impressive outing for Kagiso Rabada flying the flag for some of these South African bowlers that have been performing pretty well, actually, in the tournament. Dale Staines, 57 uh, of his four overs the other night, notwithstanding the South African bowlers have been playing really well. Back-to-back struggles for Ravi Jadeja now with the ball. Actually, don't wait for me to drop him. I'll just put him in my lineup for CSK's next game, and then he'll throw up a big performance. So... Maybe worth sticking with him for now, but he has been struggling in the tournament. Um, but it's really Faf Duplessis that you want to be having a look at in this CSK side. CSK have a bit of a break now, and then they've got three games in six days and four games in nine days at the beginning of October. So make sure you get some CSK players back into your lineups for that stretch of games at the beginning of October. Faf Duplessis is my value pick of the night. He'll cost you nine credits in fantasy cricket, but he's averaging 86 points per contest now. So for all of the players that have played two games or more in the IPL tournament, he's ranked second in terms of value per credit it will cost you. Um, He's also averaging 86 points, which is an excellent return for fantasy owners. Like I said, CSK have a mini break in their schedule for now, so feel free to swap out all your CSK players for the next few days. But then get them back into the lineup as they play three games in six days, as I said, from the 3rd to the 8th of October. And then they play again a few days later as well. So CSK have, I think, six games in the first 15 days of October all up. So a good opportunity to get those guys into your side for that little period. To sum up, though, lots of questions for CSK off of the back of that one for Stephen Fleming, Mike Hussey, and the coaching team for the Chennai Super Kings. They've dropped to 1-2 and in the tournament now, and it really looks like their bowlers will have to figure out how they're going to keep sides under 170. When they restrict opponents to 100, 170 or less, they have won their one and only game in the tournament. But if they concede 170 or more, they are 0-2. So let's see if that trend continues and what their bowlers can do to address that issue. Day 8 of the IPL and all the talk is of Shubman Gill's impressive 70 as he anchored KKR's innings to 145 for 3 to beat the Sunrisers Hyderabad in a close game, actually 142 for 4 in Abu Dhabi. That 145 for 3, only really the second successful chase in 8 matches so far of the IPL. Interesting that a few players have talked about the second innings being better for batting conditions, but only two sides successfully chasing down targets. It was also the first time this tournament that the side winning the toss has chosen to bat first. Sunrisers Hyderabad, of course, winning the toss and making 142-4-4. Pat Cummins had a much better day today for the Kailkata Knight Riders, particularly with the ball in this one, just 19 runs from his four overs. Actually, all the bowlers performed well for KKR. They kept it tight and didn't let that strong SRH batting lineup get away, restricting them, as I said, to 142 for four. Of that 142, it was Manish Pandey, the standout with 51 for them. 
Able contributions from a few of their batsmen, but nothing really in the stratosphere for Sunrisers as they set a middling target for KKR to chase down. And it was Sunil Narayan who again fell cheaply in the chase. He'll be disappointed with that. He's only got double figures in one of his last five innings, so I'm sure he'll be keen to make amends moving forward. But Shubman Gill and Owen Morgan were the stars for KKR. Both of those guys finished not out. Morgan, 42, and they saw that home with a full two overs to spare. So in the wrap-up, although it looks close, a pretty comfortable chase for KKR, really. And that means Sunrisers Hyderabad remain the only team without a win in the competition to date and possibly an uphill struggle for them to keep in touch with the playoffs. I think a few more sides looking much, much stronger than Sunrisers, although they do have a very strong batting lineup and lots of potential to post big scores. I'd like to see what they can do playing in the smaller grounds of Sharjah and see if they can post some big scores and successfully defend a large total. Well, fantasy cricket, it's Shubman Gill owners that will be the real winners tonight. 91 points, by far the best performance of the night in this one. And then it drops off to a bunch of players in the 50 to 60 range. We talked about Sunil Narayan. I had him and my team again hoping for him to bounce back, but he's my zero of the night. Just two points for him, well below what his owners will be expecting, especially with him opening the batting and bowling his mystery spin in the power play. In terms of value, there was not much, again, to write home about in the value stakes for this one. Neither team really setting the bar very high. And just to summarize that, after two games, none of the KKR or Sunrisers Hyderabad players are delivering more than seven points per fantasy credit that they'll cost you. There's heaps of explosive potential there, though. Warner, Russell, Morgan, Narine, and Rashid Khan all capable of delivering match-winning performances. None of those guys have really stepped up and cracked the big one as yet as far as fantasy cricket is concerned. That wraps up day eight of the IPL, and it looks like Delhi Capitals are really the ones that are large and in charge in this tournament so far. They're 2-0, the only undefeated team. Sunrisers Hyderabad now the only team without a win in the tournament and everybody else scattered in between. This week of cricket promises to be a big one. I think we'll start seeing some of the top sides separate themselves from the rest of the competition as far as the top of that table is concerned. But don't be surprised if there's a logjam of teams around that 1-2 and two or 2-1 two and one mark that will be fighting for spots at the end of this week and that wraps up the top order podcast ipl wrap for the first few days of the ipl we'll be back to you in a few days time here on the ipl wrap show plenty of exciting cricket coming up including the rajasthan royals taking on the kings 11 punjab tonight rcb playing off against the mumbai indians on the 29th of september and the delhi capitals taking on the sunrisers hyderabad to round out the month Plenty of exciting podcasts as well coming into your feed. Stay on the lookout for Colin Munro, New Zealand T20 specialist, and also a special episode with Dr. Jamie Barker, mental health expert. But for now, on this, the IPL Rap Show, Baldy saying goodbye from the hot seat, and thank you very much for sticking with me for 30 minutes as we wrap up the IPL. 